creation is groaning, groaning and waiting on the manifestation of the sons of God, waiting on the sons of God to wake up and discover who we really are. Well, hello, everybody. This is Pastor Mark Stroud, and I thank you once again for joining me for another episode right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. Well, as you know, we've been in a series entitled Uncovering Our Identity in Christ, and it has been so inspiring and exciting, and I pray that you are really pumped up about it, too. Today is part number three of that series, and it is entitled The Favorite Ones. The favored ones. You are a favored one. And I cannot wait for you to hear today's message. But before we do that, go to the website. Remember, go to www.kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can find links to the podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, please make sure that you do. You're going to get the message available on your cell phone or your tablet, whatever device you have. You're going to get it automatically every single week without any delay. So make sure that you subscribe today. So links are available on the website. Check it out, www.kingdomrock.org. And did I mention it's free? So make sure you stop by the website today. All right, without any further ado, here comes today's message entitled The Favored Ones, right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. We acknowledge your presence. We acknowledge your presence. Speak, Lord, speak. Speak from your throne. Reveal truths and hidden wisdoms. Reveal the deep knowledge of God. For, Father, we declare the deep calls out to the deep. And, Father, we ask even now that iron would sharpen iron. Father, we thank you for honoring us with your presence today. We thank you, Lord, for filling us. And, and Lord, we declare your word that greater is he who is within us than he that is in the world. And we thank you, Father, that as we hunger and thirst for righteousness, that we are filled. This morning we come hungry. This morning we come thirsting. We come thirsting for you, Lord. We come hungering for you. Feed us today. Feed us today. Feed us today. Feed us from with manna from on high. Feed us, Lord, with knowledge. Feed us with wisdom. Feed us with understanding. Father, we cannot be the same. We cannot leave this place the same in which we came. We need a divine impartation from your presence today, O oh God. Today, Father, we ask you to touch, heal, and deliver, and make whole. Lord, we ask for the anointing today that breaks every yoke. We ask for the anointing that breaks every yoke that sets the captives free. We receive the anointing, and we receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness through which we will reign in life through our Lord Jesus Christ. We declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father and that Jesus has come in the flesh. We thank you, Lord, today for all that you've done and, and all that you are doing. Have your way in this place. We love you today in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, let's give the Lord a mighty hand of praise. Amen. We love you, Abba. We love you so much. We love you so very much. In Jesus' mighty name. 
Amen. We'll give your neighbor a high five and tell them it's all about Jesus. It's all about him. And I see our online community is on. So online community, welcome in the mighty name of Jesus. Kingdom Rock, let's greet our online community by saying praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Give them a good hand. Give them a great big hand. Let them know that you are here. Hallelujah. We're so grateful that you are, that you've decided to join us today, wherever you are all around the world. We want you to know that you are a part of the service and then and uh, that this word is also going out to you today. Praise the Lord. All right. Were you guys ready to get into the word of God today? I'm ready to get into the word of God. So let's go ahead and go and go ahead and get started today. We're going to be continuing today. Uh, in our series entitled Uncovering Our Identity in Christ. That's what we're doing. We are uncovering, uh, we can even say discovering our identity in Christ. Amen. So this is a very powerful word and I need you to really zoom in on it and when you get a chance throughout the week, hear the message again and uh, hear it again and, and go through the scriptures and get them in you because I'm telling you, the more you discover who you are, the more you discover who you are, the more you discover uh, your rights and privileges in God, you discover your destiny, you discover your purpose. Hallelujah. All right, last time we, were, we spoke uh, actually from part one. Uh, this is part number three in the series. Uh, we stopped really um, about who Christ was. We're going to go back there just for a few moments as we go in today and discover who we are in him. Now let's go back to John, the first chapter, John 1, uh, verses 1 through 5. John 1, verses 1 through 5. We're going to read this out of the uh, Good News Translation. And of course, scriptures will appear on the screen behind me uh, for your edification. And of course, you can take down notes and things of that nature, and please do so. And here we go. It says here, John 1, verses 1 through 5, out of the Good News Translation. It says, in the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God, and the word was God. From the very beginning, the word was with God. Through him, God made all things. Not one thing in all creation was made without him. Oh, I love that. Talking about the word of God, talking about Jesus. Not one thing in all creation was made without him. It says again, through him, God made all things. Now, that's important. Please understand that. Through Christ, say through Christ. Through Christ, God made all things. Now, there's a big difference. Now, I want to show you. My God. Through Christ, God made all things. Say that with me. Through Christ, God made all things. Again, through Christ, God made all things. All right? Now, when you talk the word of God, when you speak the word of God, uh, you are speaking truths that existed before time and before eternity, many of them before eternity began. This was a truth that God made, and uh, it ex this was in existence in time and in eternity, and it says here, through him, through Christ, God made all things. Not one thing in all creation was made without him. Verse four, the word was the source of life, and this life brought light to people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has never put it out. 
Now, the, the important thing that I want you to see here, all of it is important, but I want you to understand that statement that we kept saying a moment ago, that through him, God made all things. Through Christ, God made all things. All right, things were created through Christ. All right, now let's go to Colossians, uh, verses, um, verse number uh, 15. Colossians 1, verse 15 through 19. And we're going somewhere today, so I pray that you, that you hang with me. Colossians 1, verse 15 through 19. We're going to read this out of the New Living Translation. Now, let me say this again. The King James Version is always my standard. But when I find a version that will help make it easier to understand and still is in line with the truth of God's word, I will always share that with you. Everybody understand? So this is why we use different verses from time to time if I find a, an easier way for you to understand. I want to always make the word easy to understand. Hallelujah. All right. So Colossians 1, verse 15 through 19 out of the New Living Translation says this. Christ is the invisible, rather, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. Now, that's powerful. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. Does that sound familiar? Again, through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created how? Through him and for him. Now, uh, the word keeps continuing to say, continuing to say that everything was made through Christ, through him. Are you with me? Say with me. God made everything through Christ. All right. The things were made through Christ. It says, verse 17, he existed before anything else. And he holds all creation together. Are you hearing these echoes back and forth? Verse number 18, Christ is also the head of the church, which is his body. He is the beginning, supreme over all who rise from the dead. So he is first in everything. For God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. Let's read one more, then we're going to go back, and I want to show you some things. Let's go, to John, go back over to John and visit verse number 14. And this says here, the word became a human being. This is, again, now the um, Good News Translation. The word became a living being and full of grace and truth, lived among us, and we saw his glory, the glory which he received as the Father's only Son. Now, what I want you to see here is, again, God created everything through Christ. Christ is before all things. He holds all authority. One, because he was in the beginning with God and was God and is God. All right? 
But he also holds all authority over everything because he was the first one that stepped out of God the Father. In the beginning, there was only God, period. There, was, there were no angels, there were no planets, there, were, there, was, there was no solar system. Time did not exist, eternity did not exist, nothing existed, it was only God. In the beginning, God. And then the Father spoke, and when the Father spoke, the Word stepped out of the Father. And out of the Word, the Father created all things. God created all things through his word, through Christ. Do we see that? Beginning was only the Father. And when the Father began to create, he spoke, and the Son stepped out. The S-O-N, Jesus Christ, he stepped out, and everything else was made through that word. Now, this is important for you to know, because preeminence or uh, superiority in the word of God, is always determined by uh, the firstborn or by the order of birth or by the order of creation. Everything always determined, the authority always determined by the order of creation or by the order of birth. You look in this scripture as it relates to, um, as it relates to the children of Israel and um, you know, the first one that was born, uh, that person would always receive the inheritance. The eldest would always receive the inheritance, and then it would go down. He would always be, the eldest would always be the one that's in control. When, when, the, um, when the parents went on, it was the eldest one that had control of the household. Whoever was first born got the maximum share or the lion's share. And in many cases, that was true. They, they received the, the, the double portion so that they could take care of their family and also those within the household as well. The firstborn always received the maximum authority, the maximum control. And then after them, the one that came out after them, whether it's a, you know, a, another sibling came out and it goes forth and goes further on down. Christ is the first one that steps out of the Father. Therefore, he has maximum authority. And we'll see this in the Word of God, even in, even in the book of Ephesians and in the book of Revelation, we'll see this. How that even at the moment before time began, before eternity began, how the Father thought about us, how we had our existence in him, even at that time. So before things were created, if you'll hear this, there was God the Father. And of course, his spirit is there hovering. And here we go, the Lord Jesus first went out and everything Everything was created through him. God created all matter, all things through Christ. And we had our existence, not only in God, but our existence also was in Christ. Now, this is important for you to understand because this talks about the authority that God has placed in man. This talks about the authority that God has placed in man. Now, I want you to see something here. Let's go to um, John again, John 1, verse 12 through 13. This time, we're going to look at this out of the New Living, I'm sorry, out of the uh, New International Version, the NIV. And it says, yet to all who did receive him, receive Christ, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right or the power, King James says, the power or the right to become children of God. Children 
uh, born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a or a human's or rather or a uh, husband's will, but born of God, born of God. All right. So what we see here actually taking place is that we know, of course, that man fell in the Garden of Eden. And man, was, man became disconnected from the source, disconnected from the Father, disconnected from Christ. And we see that Jesus now comes in the form of a human body. Now he puts on human flesh. Now this is important for us to understand because the human body was the only and is the only thing in creation that was designed to house the presence of God. So it was not a far stretch for the Lord, for the Father, for the Son, who is the Son, to put on, to be born of a virgin. You say, how is it possible that this is Emmanuel, God with us? How is it possible that God could be a man? That God could become a man? All man, but yet all God. Because man, the human spirit, man, the human being, was created to house the presence of God. And we'll see this further on in that man was created to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. You'll see our divine destiny is wrapped up in Christ. Now understand this. So the Lord comes back to restore man to his proper place and position. Man was out of fellowship with God. God came down, put on human flesh, became a man in an effort to restore man back to right relationship with him, to a relationship that we had with him before the world was formed. Boy, I can't wait to get in this with you. This was so wonderful. Now, again, before we go any further, how did we say that God created all things? He created all things through Christ. He created all things through, say through. He created all things through Christ. Did we not see that in the word a few moments ago? Over and over and over. Now let me show you how special you are to God. Let's look at uh, Ephesians, the second chapter. Ephesians 2, verse number 10. Just one verse of the NIV. This is how it says. For we are God's handiwork or workmanship. Created, what? In Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. Now, all things were created through Christ, but we were created in Christ. There's a big hulking difference here. All things, angelic beings, uh, the planets, moons, stars, whatever you can think of, whatever you can see, and the things that we cannot see were all created through Christ, but we, the human race, were created in Christ. We were created divinely connected to the Father. We were meant to rule and reign with him throughout an eternity, throughout eternity. And today as we go on, and we're going to speak from the subject today of the favored one. The favored one. You are God's favored one. You were created with great power and great authority. 
And what the enemy has done throughout our lifespan is tried to convince us that you are still disconnected from God, that you are still powerless. He's trying to convince us, oh, that the devil, he said, uh, well, I got all power, humans. I got all power, and I can defeat you. He wants to continue to propagate those lies and, and try to trick you in thinking that he has mastery over you when in, when in fact the very opposite of that is true. God has given you power. God has given you great authority, and it, this is true if nothing else by order of birth by order of creation and if you hear this and understand this you are actually a lot older than you think that you are because we had our existence in God before time and before eternity before the devil before angels before planets we existed in Christ within God Somebody asks you, how old, how old are you? Well, I'm 10. Well, I'm 40. Well, I'm 50. If you're in Christ, you're actually a whole lot older than that. As a matter of fact, really, the whole human race is. Some have heard the call of God and have come back through Christ Jesus, come back into fellowship with Christ Jesus. And others have not heard the call. They have not responded to the call. God made us all free moral agents. In the beginning, we were created in him. We were created for relationship. Created for relationship. Now, God did not create us because he was bored. He did not create us because he wanted somebody, needed somebody to love. He was sufficient in himself. Didn't need anything else. Didn't need anything else. But in his sovereign will and in his sovereign plan, it was his good pleasure to create us. Are you hearing? We were created to be like him. Glory to God. When Jesus came, he did not put on the flesh of animals. Wouldn't work. He did not put on the flesh of plants. Wouldn't work. He did not put on the flesh of a, of a star or a moon or whatever. Wouldn't work. Only the spirit of man could house the presence of God. We were created to house his presence, created to walk with power and great authority. We were created to be one with him through Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. I tell you, it's a wonder why if we, we sneeze that hurricanes, are, the hurricanes don't, don't happen all around the world. You stomp your toe and there's a great earthquake. I'm telling you, it's a wonder because the power and presence of God is resident on the inside of you and the devil's really trying, but he's really failing because you're beginning to come into the knowledge of who you are, your purpose, your destiny, your identity, and as you discover that, you become more powerful and more powerful and more powerful, and the sons of God are now beginning to wake up. All creation is groaning, groaning and waiting on the manifestation of the sons of God, waiting on the sons of God to wake up and discover who we really are. And I'm telling you, as the Bible declares in the book of Isaiah, arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Awaken, body of Christ. Awaken, awaken to the knowledge of what God has done in you and through you. And you'll understand you're not meant to be defeated not one day in your life. Hallelujah, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. God has great things for us. 
So I tell you again that you are different from all creation because you were created in Christ. You were created in Christ, not through Christ, but in Christ. Let me show you this again. Let's go into the book of Psalms, Psalm 8. Let me show you a little bit more here. Psalm 8 will also tell you who you are and your identity in Christ. You'll have no need to run from a devil or a demon. It's like, what? what? It's flex. Oh, my goodness. Psalm 8, verses 3 through 6 also tells you a little bit about your identity. Look at this. It says, now this is, again, out of the um, NIV. And it says, verse number 3, When I consider your heavens, uh, the works of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place. Here's the question. What is man that, thou, that you are mindful of them? What is mankind, rather, that you are mindful of them? That's the question. What is mankind? What is the human race that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them. What, what are we? What are we? And here comes the answer echoing back. It says, you have made them. Say, God has made me. And where did God make you or create you? In Christ. Somebody's getting this. God has made them. Say, God has made me. Now, if you are a human being, this is talking about you. No angel was made in Christ. No demon was made in Christ. Are you hearing me? You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet. Now, verse 5 says you have made them a little lower than angels. The word angels there, I've told you this before, the word angels there is uh, Elohim, is Elohim. And Elohim simply means God. It is also translated angels, but the correct translation here is God. You have made man a little lower than God. If God made man a little lower than the angels, then the angels would have come out next out of Christ and then man after that. But man came out of Christ first. Man was on God's mind first. Man had relationship with God first before anything was made through Christ. Now these verses also tell you that this is true. So it says you have made them a little lower than Elohim or a little lower than God. He made us a little lower than himself. It says and crowned them. Say with me, I have been crowned with glory and honor. You're speaking the truth. You're speaking the truth. Listen, you have made them or the human race. This is why we were made or how we were made. You have made them rulers over the works of your hands and put everything under their feet. 
This is talking about you. God has made you ruler over the works of his hands. Now, we just read that everything that exists was made from God. He made it himself. Everything, in other words, there's not one thing that's in existence apart from another human being that you don't have authority over. Oh, my God, you'll get that. God made them ruler over the works of he says again, you made them rulers over the works of your hands. What did God's hands make? Everything. Everything. Look back at verse number three. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers. Fingers are on the hands, isn't that right? It says the moon and the stars which you have set in place. What is mankind what is mankind that you are mindful of them human beings that you care for them you made them a little lower than basically Elohim or yourself you crown man get put a crown on us of glory and honor why did you put a crown on mankind because a crown symbolizes rulership it symbolizes authority what did you give mankind authority over what is the crown for because you made them to rule over the works of your hands and you put everything under their feet Everything that is in existence is a created being. Angels created being. They would not have existed. Fallen angels created beings. They were not created in a fallen state. They chose to do that. But they are under the works of God's hands. Demonic spirits weren't made like that. They are perverted, but they are still the works of his hands. Sicknesses and diseases were not made that way. They are perverted, but they're still the works of his hands. They would not exist without the hands of God. Are you understanding me? Everything that was created are under your authority in Christ Jesus. You were created to have authority. You were created to have power and dominion. This is why when God told Adam and Eve in the very beginning, the command was uh, be, be fruitful, multiply, have dominion, have authority. Because you were created to have authority. You were created to rule. You were created to subdue everything in the name of the Father to his glory. Hallelujah. Does that make sense to you? It's under your feet. Through Christ, it's under your feet. Now, those human beings that have not come into, um, that have not rejoined fellowship with the Father, those who are not born of God, were still created to rule, still created to reign. But they're not in fellowship with God, so therefore they're still disconnected. And the enemy wants to keep them disconnected. Because when they become reconnected, they become reconnected to power, reconnected to purpose, and reconnected to identity. This is why the enemy fights the gospel of Jesus Christ so much. Don't let them hear about Jesus. Don't let them hear about the blood. Don't let them hear about justification. Don't let them know who they really are. Because when they discover who they really are, they're going to kick me out. Does that make sense? Let me show you something else about you. Let's go to Romans 8. I love these scriptures. 
This is truth. This is truth. Are you hearing? Let's go to Romans 8. Let's look at two verses here. Verses um, 29 and 30. As we begin to close just shortly. This is out of the King James Version here. I'm telling you, nothing else puts it as plain as this. I love it. Romans 8, verse 29 and 30. Are you there? This is what it says. It says, for whom he did foreknow. Say, he's, he's talking about me. For, foreknow talks about uh, before knowledge or to know in advance. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate. He made plans for us in advance. He also did predestinate to be, what was God's plan for us? To be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Again, this talks about the order of authority, the order of birth. Jesus, the elder brother, and we come right behind. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Authority is in the family. God planned in advance that all of us would be conformed to the image of his son. Now, the word conformed means having the same form as another. Having the same form as another. Similar. Conformed to. Be similar in form or type. It means agree. Let's take this thing into, um, into our time just for a moment. Let's say that a child um, was in public school, but now they're going to have to go to private school. And private school, you, everybody has their own uniforms to wear. They got to, everybody wears the same thing. The boys wear the same khakis and shirt, and the girls wear the same skirt and the, the same top. Every day, they all wear the same. But in public school, he could wear whatever he wanted to wear. Uh, let's say this was a young lady. And so she came to school every day fashionable and, and the latest trends and all that stuff. That was in public school. But now, family's got a little money. Now we're going to put them on, put her into private school. And now she's going to put this uniform on. So no more Gucci and Wucci and all that other stuff. Now you got to wear this, this same old boring skirt, that same old boring blouse. You got to wear that every single day. Oh, boy, it's driving her crazy. Are you hearing? But in order for her to be in that school, she's got to conform. She's got to agree to do this. She's got to conform, not to her image, but to the image that has been set up by the school system. So now she's not looking like she was. She, now she has to look like the image that has been patterned for her. She has to agree with it. She has to comply with this. I will now look like this. So the Bible says that we were predestined to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. The word image there means likeness. So we have to agree. Conformity talks about agreement. We were predestined to agree to be like Jesus. And what did Jesus say as he's walking upon the earth? He said, the works that I do shall you do also, and greater works than these shall you do, because I go to my Father. Why was that? Because it was predetermined. God planned it in advance for you to look like me, walk like me, talk like me, do miracles, signs, and wonders like me, love like me, forgive like me, to be in his image. That's our destiny, to be like Christ. Hallelujah. 
not to be fakes and phonies and pretend in a little church building, having a little cross and a Bible under us and go and cuss somebody out. We are meant to be like Jesus. As a matter of fact, they are meant to see Jesus coming before you get there. They're meant to feel Jesus before they feel you. They're meant to hear Jesus before they hear you. Jesus, 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 day in and day out. You are meant to exemplify the character and nature of Jesus. And Jesus kicked the devil out every single place. Hallelujah. There was only one way that the devil could touch Jesus. Pilate said to Jesus, don't you know who I am? Don't you know what I could do to you? But Jesus said, boy, he said, you would have no power here except it were given to you by my father. It had to be given to you by my father because no one else in creation could touch this except it were authorized by my God. Hallelujah. Don't you know the power that you possess in the one true God through Christ Jesus? The devil got to get a license. He got to get a permit before he comes to you. Because only God can give him the authority to touch you. Are you hearing me? He said, there's no way you could touch me, Pilate, except it were given to you by my father. You don't know who I am. We were predestined to be conformed to the image of Christ. That's my destiny. And so what do we do? We speak in line with our destiny. We declare, Father, we thank you that you have destined me to become in the image of Jesus Christ. So I agree with that, Father. I agree. I agree to be conformed to the image of Jesus. I agree to be conformed to the image of Jesus. That it's not me that they see, but it's Christ they see. It's not me that they hear, but it's Christ that they hear. It's not me that they feel, but it's Christ that they feel. Therefore, Father, I let go of ego. I let go of self. I let go of selfish desires that your desire may be fulfilled in me. Let your will be fulfilled in me. I am your son created in Christ Jesus to do good works. God has given you great power and authority and what the enemy does not want is that you would hear the words and meditate on the words? Oh my God, don't do that. He wants you to sleep and ignore and don't hear. Pay no attention. Just go about your business. Because the day you discover and you meditate and you, and you pray in line, you say, Holy Ghost, show me those scriptures. Holy Spirit, show me those scriptures. So show me who I am. Show me the relationship that we had from before the beginning of time, from beginning before the beginning of eternity. Show me that relationship. Lord, I want that back. Now I'm in communion with you through Christ Jesus. I want that relationship back with you again. Lead me into that relationship that we had a perfect oneness and, and fellowship before I came down, before you gave me a body. Show me that relationship again. Show me that relationship. After all, Father, Jesus is the vine, and I am the branch. I am connected to you. I grew out of you. We are eternally connected. You are my Father. You are my God. You are my love, and I worship you, and I adore you, oh God. See, the enemy don't want you praying like that. 
You don't want you praying like that. You can, you can continue to pray. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray that Lord my soul to keep. You can keep, continue to keep praying. Lord, give me the money. Give me the house. Give me this. Give me that. Give me this. Give me that. Oh, the devil don't mind that. But the moment you begin to pray, show me who I am in Christ. Oh, then there's a fight on your hands. Hallelujah. He says, so we were predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he, that Jesus, might be the firstborn among many brethren. That is, in Christ, Christ simply produces more Christ. Christ produces more Christ. Christ means the anointed one. He continues to produce anointed one. Say with me, I am an anointed one. Created in Christ to do good works. Are you hearing me? So you're not a, you're not a little lazy so-and-so. You're not this and that and the other. No, 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 no. No. Find out who you are. Verse 30 says this, Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has justified you and he has glorified you. Remember, he's already crowned you with honor and glory once. Hallelujah. And that crown is still on you right now in the name of Jesus. The devil don't want you to acknowledge, buddy, I've been crowned. Look at my crown. Hallelujah. And after this thing is said and done, as we stand before the Lord Jesus Christ, after the church is raptured and we're there forever with the Lord, we're going to take our crowns and cast it at the feet of Jesus, giving him glory giving him honor hallelujah hallelujah because this crown is given to us for the sake of the lord hallelujah and in eternity we'll have no need for a crown because you are that you are that hallelujah glory to god will cast our crowns before him giving him honor and giving him glory hallelujah he said, whom he called, he justified. Who is the one that would say anything negative about you? It's God that justified you. God said that you're okay. God said that you are righteous. God says that you are. It is he that justified you, and it is he that also glorifies you. Gives you honor gives you great favor you are the favored one get it in your head you are the favored one get it in your head you are the favored one you are the one that God has called for this hour for this time with the word that will cause hell to shake hallelujah you are the one right now that God will fill with such a great anointing such a great power that you will go in and burdens will be removed and yokes will be destroyed and and captives will be set free simply because you bring the very presence of God with you into broken down atmospheres and when you do that you'll see the demons run from you you'll see sickness and disease run from you only don't watch what you see don't pay attention to what you see only hear the voice of the spirit and allow yourself to be conformed to his word and you will see the power of God revealed in your life like you've never seen before Hallelujah, hallelujah, and hallelujah to the Lamb of God. 
God's got great plans for you. God's got great plans for you. I'm telling you, God's got great plans for you. I'm telling you, God's got great plans for you. And it's all wrapped up and tied up and tangled up in Jesus. The closer you get to Jesus, the more you discover who you are. The closer you get to Jesus, you discover your true identity and true purpose. Don't run from him, but run to him. Are you hearing? Today is a day of great destiny. Today is a day of great honor and great revelation. And I pray today that you have heard what thus saith the Lord. Let those that have an ear hear what the Spirit of God is saying. We've got, we've got a lot more to this series, so I pray that you'll stick around with us. Hallelujah. And I pray that you'll invite a family member. I pray that you'll invite a friend to come and discover who we are in Christ, to discover our true identity. And I'm telling you, as you meditate on these words and declare that this is talking to you and this is who you really are, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. you discover your life will change forever. Forever. Those of you that are watching us online right now, God's been speaking to you. Whether you're watching live right now or whether you're watching by replay, understand that God is talking to you. And at this moment, I am talking to you. God is speaking to you. Don't let this pass you by. And if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of your life, all of us in this building, we're about to pray. I want you to pray this prayer with us as we pray. Because understand something, it's not about you raising your hand, it's not about you coming down to the altar. Many people have raised their hand and say, I want to know Jesus and going back out the same way which they came. Many people have come down to the altar and gone back out the same way which they came. This thing is really about you and your Father. So if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, you're going to be saved. So I want to say a short prayer for you before we go today. So kingdom rock let's just pray this prayer together and those of you that are watching I want you to say this prayer with me just say father I come to you a sinner someone that is disconnected seeking connection with you through Jesus Christ I believe in Jesus I believe that he died for me and that he rose on the third day and that he's alive forevermore I turn from my evil works and I turn unto you and I ask you to save me, to redeem me, that our connection be fully restored. I receive forgiveness of all sins, past, present, and future. And I declare at this moment that Jesus Christ is my Lord, my God, my Savior, and my King. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and live in me, and I will serve you all the days of my life as you show me how. Praise God. Well, my friend, if you have prayed that prayer with us, if you believe, then welcome into the family of God. Welcome back into the fellowship and hallelujah. And this is where true power begins. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a mighty hand of praise. Hallelujah. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. 
Remember, if you would like to hear today's message in its entirety or hear the entire series, just go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. That's kingdomrock.org. You can also subscribe to our podcast and get it on the go. And if you have a Roku device, make sure you search for Kingdom Rock TV. And there you will find this program and so much more. We would also love to see you in a live service. Just go to our website to get the details at www.kingdomrock.org. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.